Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature audio from Brothers of the Brush with Chris Kerfoot. In this episode, Chris chats with Colin Bidwell from Paint Shack. They dig into things such as when life throws you lemons, you not only make lemonade, you buy the shop and the whole kit and caboodle. This episode is sponsored by Bayer and Federated Insurance. Hi, Bobcast family. Welcome back to another episode, number 23. I'll dive straight into this week's episode as it's one I've been looking forward to since when I started this podcast journey. And it features my good friend, Colin Bidwell also known as one half of Paint Shack. Now, if you ever get the chance to go down to Paint Shack, he's like the Willy Wonka of the paint world, and I'd definitely recommend it. Now, Colin's story is full of ups and downs that he's not only turned around and overcome them, he's made something of them. So give it a listen, and I'm sure you'll agree it's a unique story. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So, on this week's episode, or this show, we have the legendary Colin Bidwell from Paint Shack. Good evening, Colin. How are you, Chris? I'm spot on, thanks, you. Keeping well? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. I'm yeah. three beers in, so it could be quite interesting, this one. I up loose lips. Is this three beers in because you're self-isolated? Uh, I don't often drink anyway. I know we spoke pre-recording. I, yeah. I just have a couple now and again, barbecue or something. If I go out with a few mates, play yeah. a game of cards or something, yeah. you know, I'll get into the eight, nine sort of cans of beer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, I eight, can take eight, it eight or leave it. <laughs> As you get older, it gets harder, I tell you. It really three, does. Three, 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 uh, three pints, and I'm normally on to vodka, because if I have more than three pints, I just want to sleep. I know just the feeling. me out. <laughs> I know the feeling. I, I prefer quality rather than quantity is the word, isn't it, for drinking? Well, I think it's the same with everything with me. I'd, I'd rather go out and have a couple of drinks than a decent meal. Yeah. yeah no, I think once you've got you get, your other half, you're yeah, selfish think, otherwise, isn't it? Well, I think as you get older, drinking's overrated. <laughs> yeah, it is. Especially it's when not. you drink drink on a Saturday and you're still feeling rough on a Monday. <laughs> Doesn't make financial sense because you know you can't function properly. Well, is that an you age thing? Because when, when I go out now, I mean, where I am, it's pretty reasonable, but travel 15 miles into Beverly that has a bit of money and for like two vodkas and lemonade, it's over nine quid. It's probably dear me your way. 
Oh, well, it is. But time you have a few drinks, you forget about that. <laughs> yeah, but by the time you bought about 10 rounds, you think, Jesus Christ, I've, I've, paid, I've paid for a blooming new spray gun there. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. It's always been £5 a pint round here anyway, unless you're going yeah. into a working man's club. So, yeah. Yeah, well, see, that's what we're used to. Ex-servicemen, that's where Donny used to work. It was, uh, they have uh, the Tadcaster's Alpine, equivalent to Stella, two ten a pint. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yes, it's great. It is great where you live. I love it. Yeah, well, it's it's also of course, isn't it? Stuff's cheaper, but wages are cheaper, so it's it pans out, doesn't it? It does. It's it's all relevant. It's all relevant, Chris. So, who's in the Bidwell household? Just just me and the missus now, mate. We've got rid of everybody else. We kicked them out. They've all got their own dwellings now. And you got uh, kids. So I've yeah. never, it's something I've never asked, is it? I mean, we we yeah. known each other a while. It's something we've never discussed, is it? Well, well I've got stepchildren, so that means I have. Um, they've had their own children, and their yeah. children have had other children. So that makes me a great granddad. So oh, bloody hell, I would have thought you were old enough, Colin. I know, I know. <laughs> um, I say, no, I say, me and my wife have been together a long, long time. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think how long we've been married. Probably only about 15, 16 years, but we've been together. About thirty-five years, I think. Yeah, oh, and uh, yeah, I'm one of the long, early long toy boys. Long yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah my, my my wife's a little bit older than me, so I'm a bit yeah. of a toy boy, really. So, oh, well, other um, way, I'm oldest. I'm ten year older. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, she was standing out the school, outside the school, with a packet of sweets, and she got me. She was a yummy mummy. Uh, oh, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> did it. <laughs> but no, 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 bless her. <laughs> she was one of the first milfs, was she? <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. So it, it's ironic, really, because I had, I had a best friend actually, and he was he was seeing someone that was a lot older than him. I said, "Hey, how can you bloody do that? Do you know what I mean?" And then six months later, what am I doing? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> I'm, uh, saying, I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, listen, I, I'm happily married, you know, Chris, and that's yeah. nice to go. say, you know. Um, and um, you know everything's cool, mate. Everything's yeah. cool. So, so how did you start in business? Have you always been decorator, or did you start somewhere else? And well, I, no, I've, I've I've always done it. My father was um, sort of a jobbing builder. Um, he went to college, and you know I think he was going to be um, he was going to go into an estate agency, I think. Uh, and he went to college, and he, he he didn't really like it, so he did the old um, college course where. Uh, it's the jack of all, master of none, where you did everything at college. Yeah. And uh, as I say, I, I, I was at school and I think I was just coming up to 16. And I was walking around the art block and went to uh, Collingwood School in the old Dane in um, in Camberley. And I, I saw a, a guy that was a couple of years older than me, who I used to hang around with, on a ladder painting my school. And uh, I said, Tony, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm, I'm a decorator. And I said, oh, that sounds good. He said, what's the money like? He said, yeah, it's all right. And I said, well, I leave school on Monday. I don't suppose your boss wants to take anybody on. He said, well, look, I'll tell you what, he's here at lunchtime. Why don't you go and see him? So I come out of a class, r- ran over, saw his boss and said, look, he said, have you painted before? So I lied a bit. I think I painted the shed for my dad. Uh, and he, he said, I, I just blagged it and he said uh, when do you leave school I said funny enough I leave Friday he said well do you want to start Monday and I said yeah. okay so that was it cool. so I became a decorator um, and it was quite funny really because when he was painting the school with the guy that I then went on to work with his name was Sid 
they were painting in the snow, Chris. Oh, we they were glossing in the snow. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've, I've had to walk gas bottle up to get bloody uh, blowtorch lit time before. Oh, it was so funny. And it was so cold outside, they, they had um, put some cloth around their face and they cut little slits out for their eyes and stuff like that because it was that cold. Um, but yeah, and then I worked for the company that was called S&J Brown from Woking they did a, a lot of uh, hospitals and uh, we did have a it was a local not a house is the wrong word but um, what's the old word for an asylum there, there you go yeah um, funny enough called Botley Park uh, and that's how you remember the old marbles that had nothing in them they're clear they called Botleys do you remember uh, that all I know is um, we, we used to have what we call bollies ball bearings you know, just like the steel shop Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones. Yeah, that's yeah. probably... No, the glass it. ones with nothing in them. Do you remember those? Do you remember those? No, I can remember... Obviously, I remember marbles with swirls in, but not the just yeah. clear ones. Ah, uh, they're just clear because, obviously, Botley from Botley Park. And anyway, yeah. just rambling on a bit. Um, so, yeah, so I worked for S&J Brown. Uh, the deal was I was supposed to go to college. Uh, I went twice, I think, and then I spoke to my boss and I said, look, not being funny, you're paying me to bum around a bit. Yeah. I'm not really learning a lot. He says, well, what do you want to do? I said, look, I'll go trainee for a while, see how I get on, rather than going to college and doing an apprenticeship. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. So that's official, guys. I didn't really go to college. So, um, see, I, I, there you go. I went to college, but I thankful of one day off a week to toss it off. <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, it, it were a long day. It were nine till seven. You know, but yeah. it, was, it was literally tossing it off. Yeah. You know, apart, apart from the theory side of it, which... Is what isn't it? <laughs> I just wanted the money. Does it really appreciate. <laughs> well, he said to me, "I'll pay you more money if you don't go to college." So, what yeah. do you do? You He's know, getting an extra productive day out here, isn't he? Yeah, of course he is. Of course he which, is. So. Which makes sense. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, there, and that, that brings us to where we are now. Yeah, yeah. If I'd have, uh, if I'd done better at school, maybe I would never have been a decorator. But so, how did how did you get involved with the old paint shack? I know you've told me this story before. I because obviously people will know you from. You, you and Steve for doing paint shack as well as being, I'm, I'm assuming the company company's called Colin Bidwell Painters and Decorators. To, I've never asked you the painting <laughs> side of it. Is, is, that, is that what the painting side's called? Or is it no, 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 it was, um, oh, I can't remember. Uh, what names did I have? I had uh, Finishing Touch for a while, I was never a limited company. Then Kappa Spray, I think I was a limited company. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other names I've had. Not that I've, I think I've only crashed and burned once when someone yeah. I would say being flipping businesses. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, a lot of people can do that. It's yeah. know, it's, it's a bit of a pastime with the building trade. But um, yeah. no, no, no. I, uh, uh, while we're talking about it, you know, one of the big firms that I did do a lot of work for, you know, we had massive turnover. It was a case of... Uh, you know, you have a massive turnover. I think I did 750K one year. And, you know, if you were asking your questions, what's the, the best and the worst thing I ever did? Well, the best thing was was turning over 750K and the worst thing was turning over 750K. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the old saying of, you know, <laughs> uh, sanity and vanity, mate with profit and turnover you know yeah. so right having turnover but if you ain't got the profit and you know I, I think there's a lot to be said for money i think sometimes it creates as many problems as it cures definitely i, I agree 
Yeah, I, I, I think I, it's I, finding I a line that's acceptable in it. It is definitely. And sorry, I backtracked you a bit. Um, Hi, but, fine. Uh, yeah, I was always a, a water-based lover. I first used. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the product now, Chris. You caught me. I should have wrote it down actually. Uh, one of the first. Um, it's not ESP. It was one of the permaglass MSP. Yeah. I remember when MSP first came out? Um, I had a local I've, customer. I've never had out to do with any BDX MSP. So I've never tried fully enough. Oh right, no, no, no. It's the permaglaze one. The, yeah. the, the permaglaze one that came out. And I can't remember the name of it. And my customer said, um, well, I've got this water base for you. This was years and years ago. And he said, I want you to paint me house. And I said, oh, God, I'm not going to enjoy this. Anyway, I used it and it was it was difficult. Uh, yeah. I, I struggled. And it, it, it just sowed a seed. And we were doing a lot of hotel refits and we needed products that dried quickly, didn't smell. And one thing led to another. Um I sort of sort of bumped into Caprol via Steve, who worked at the local merchant, and um, he knew I was spraying, and he mentioned about a new spray machines. So he mentioned about this one with zero overspray. This is how it all went, and so I purchased the Nespri, which cost me a fortune. In fact, the company I was working for, he paid for it, and I paid him back for it over the yeah. jobs because I just couldn't afford it. Um, so I had the demo in a big hotel, loved it, uh, did the purchase, put me normal Dulux through it, and it didn't work, Chris. It just yeah. didn't work, mate. I just, and I phoned up, and the Wagner guy said, oh, didn't I tell you, it only works with this paint. And I thought, oh, dear. That's a bit of a bum <laughs> isn't it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I did go to technical, and I gave them some of the Caprol product and said, look, if I order it from Germany, it's six or eight weeks lead time. I have to buy 25 litre drums. The client I'm working for can never tell me the colour six weeks in advance. They tell me the day after you start what, what yeah. the colour's going to be. It's not going to work. So anyway, Technical had a little bit of a play. They came up with a, a product. Um, it still wasn't as good. So I just said, Steve, look, really, I need my money back on this machine. And he said, well, I'll tell you what, you know, if I push and you're doing a lot of work, maybe I can get in some of my in, – in the store that he was working at which yeah. was Kane and Adam, which has now been bought out by Brewers. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he started getting it in, and I was looking at the internet then where you couldn't translate stuff. So I found the Caprol page, and I saw this quick drying primer undercoat, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, look, can you get something? Oh, I don't know. We've got to buy it by the pallet. It's a bit risky. Anyway, cutting to the chase. Um, we started getting a flow in the Caprol. Steve got a tinting machine. And it was all going smoothly for, I think, nine, ten months. I phoned Steve, who had then left Kane Adam and actually worked for Caprol UK. And uh, his phone got answered by somebody else. And for some reason, they completely withdrew all their products from brewers. And there was me lost with the Nespri machine. Um, and I couldn't do overspray free, mist free. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't know. The bloke who owned the license was retiring. He didn't want to put any more money in the business and just pulled it and left me in the lurch. And so I was stuck, Chris. I, I just I didn't know what I was going to do. Lot, lot, uh, lot to give a note for it. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, yeah. I think three three or four people in the UK bought the Nespri machine and they're in the same boat as me. So, you know, they're just knackered. Yeah. So I remember I saw the director's son and I kept his business card and I thought out of the blue, I'm going to call him 
so I called him up and explained the situation and said, listen, sorry, Carl, look, we're, we're, we're sticking with the building products. We're not doing the paint anymore. So that was it. The phone went down. Anyway, blow me. I was just trying to source some other products and there was a phone call and it was the, the, the rep from Caprol. And he said, um, listen, if you want to buy what's left of the UK stock that we're taking out of all the brewers, we'll give you a free tinting machine so at least you can finish all your big contracts off. Yeah. I said, cool, you know, that's good, mate. And they gave me six months to pay for the product. I had, honestly, I had pallets and pallets and pallets, loads of paint, Chris, I tell you. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I, I changed my lock up to store it. Cut a long story short, that was it. And I was just getting near the end of it, and I phoned him up again, and I said, look, can I have some more? And he turned around and said, well, you can only have it by the pallet, and when we're doing a delivery of our building products and blah, 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 blah. And anyway, in the meantime, Steve went back working for Brewers. He got offered his job back at Brewers. And I just bumped into him and said, look, you know, you're at Brewers, you know, company car, good pension. If I can get some cap roll, why don't we potentially try and sell it online? So yeah. that, that we are the year four. That, that, that's it. Yeah he, yeah, he he took a chance. Hand back his company car, said goodbye bit, to his bit, pension. Bit of a risk, isn't it? <laughs> it was. It was. Fair play. Yeah. Know? Yeah, fair play, Dave. I tell you what, he must have had a lot of faith in you, Colin, to be fair. Well, I'll just give him some bullshit, didn't I? You know, we got away. Play, with it. Played him his own game like he did. <laughs> I, did. With Sprayer. I, I did. <laughs> yeah. I did. Back at you, twat. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Chris. And it, I was so desperate for the product because, you know, when you do big ceilings and you big volume ones and you're yeah. trying to get rid of your roller marks and stuff like that. You know, we were using super matte, the pink to white at the time. Uh, yeah. The indicator. Uh, you, do you know what I mean? Where, where's oh. it called indicator or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was, it, it was hard work. And, and anyway, we're in sort of year four now. We haven't really looked back. It's, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I must say the Caprol, it's, uh, I had a young lad work with me. Uh, we used it recently on the nursing home and I says to him, I mean, I'll be honest, you, you know I'm always honest, we use scuff eggs uh, yeah. and then we tried Caprol over helmet and I says to young lad, what do you reckon of Caprol? And he'd, he'd been working for a big firm where they won't use water-based. They were still yeah. on oil-based. He says, it's like working back for, I'm not saying the name of the firm, it's like working back for this firm like using oil-based. And I says to him, I says, well, my opinion is if you're a new convert to water-based, Caprol is the best paint to use because yeah. it, for me, it applies like an oil-based, or it's nearest you'll get to applying in an oil-based, especially yeah. the F-primer. Yeah. Uh, no, if, no, no. If you're using a brush, it does apply similar to oil-based, so it's sort of nice one to get dip your toes into water and get into it. I, know, I agree, Chris. Yeah. I, I agree. And, I, and I'm gonna, not going to stand here on your podcast and tell you how good the paint is. You know, I, I, I've been using it a long time. The... the <sighs> To get the right finish with some of the PU, the satin and everything is a little bit tricky. But, yeah. you know, I, I, I've been using it long enough now. I mean, half primer has been available since 1981. I think PU satin since 82. Um, I, th- I, th- I think the thing is, it's I've, I've had this. We've I discussed it with Scott. Uh, white ceiling paints. I think it all depends on your method, your paint, what roll you're using, what pole, and how heavy-handed you are. And I think it's same when everything. It, 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 you could even go down to masking tapes. It's and I think once people realise there's not a one thing fits all, the better. Yeah, I, well, I agree. That's the problem, you know, it's. I agree. It, it, a one system fits all. It's whatever fits in your budget, your working system, 
how you apply it, what brushes you use. Because we all know you can use a brush with one paint, it'll leave awful brush marks. Use it another yeah. paint, it's flawless. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's finding a system that works. I, I totally agree with you, Chris. And everybody, you know, I've seen, I, I know I mentioned him now and again, but Neil Parrott, you, you see yeah. him use a brush, and I can't even do the same as what he does with the brush. And it's just some people are just brilliant with the brush, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a bit old school. I'm not blowing my own trumpet. I've been and done most things now. Um, is, you know, pound for pound for me, I, I've i been back to the jobs that I did 12 years ago, you yeah. know, where I've been back. So, you know, that's the reason why I said to Steve, anything that comes in paint check, you know, we've got to make sure it's good shit. You know, yeah. if it's rubbish, we ain't we ain't yeah. gonna hold no rubbish in there. Yeah, well, it's um, gonna get a bad name for selling crap. It it, it it does, and it's you know the half primer takes and beating. Everybody uses it with their other systems. That's fine. The, the, to be to be fair, I was on about painting this office tomorrow. That's what's going on woodwork. At the moment, I'm using because because we're on uh, sort of like lockdown with suppliers. I'm sort of using up what I've got. It's uh, another brand for top coat, but it's half primer for primer. Yeah, it's one I'd mix to it because I'm going Farron Ball in shower blue, but the primer will be a bit paler because it's some Manor House grey I'd mixed up off you about a month or so ago. Okay, left over. Yeah. So I yeah. thought, well, it's getting sprayed. A couple of coats of the in shower blue cover of a mid grey primer, easy. So no, I'm, no, it's I'm good. Having a sort out in garage today. It's, it's a proper mix up in here that's that's going in here, but it's my office. It's you know, it's no flash. Well, that's good. I, I did see actually on one of the groups today, actually, I saw Stuart Tweedell, I, I sent him a sample of a product and he, he admitted it was two years ago and it's only because now we're all locked in that he's going through his garage and using all the samples up. So, you know, I've, it's I've, good. I've had paint for this for three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's having, uh, I think I got off John Coates, but I've, I've only had that a couple of months, Armstead mould resistant on the ceiling. Yeah. Well, it's a good time to chance and try. You have to try stuff, don't you, Chris? Yeah, you know, well, it's, it's, it's a brick office. It used to be outhouse, <laughs> believe it or not. Wow. <laughs> what, the old shit house? The old outside no, shit house? That's that way behind the door. It's oh, still, is it? Uh, we, yeah, we yeah. still have a downstairs toilet. What used to be coal house is behind that door. And that, right. has a, that was knocked out when I first bought it. And it has a big American fridge freezer in. This door behind me, with coats hanging, yeah. that wasn't there. I had that put in. Where the shoes are there, that's the original outhouse door that's had a shoe a shoe rack built in it. Really? So, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a decent office, eight foot square, saves me using a bedroom. Ah, that's good. I yeah. mean, I'm just in a two up, two down. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I've still got my uh, outside toilet, and in between our old kitchen and the outside toilet, there was uh, just a lean-to with a tin bath, and that was it. When we yeah. first come in here, it was, uh, you know, I've done a lot of work at this place here, so you know, I don't tend to go out of here unless it's in a box, mate. I'm, yeah, well, my, mine's ex council, but I think up here the best. I mean, it's what three bed, front and back garden, driveway. Pick them up for about hundred and nine grand. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> well, I'd, I'd wow. rather I'd rather have the smaller smaller <laughs> house and more holidays. <laughs> well, I said smaller house, the cheaper house, you know. They're well built. Oh, we dropped dropped it there a minute. We're we back. Yeah, hang on. Back on the headphones. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yep, I can hear you.
How's that? Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I think the headphones are working now. Yeah. That's it. I'm back. I yeah. But yeah, it's uh, the pretty reasonable price X council house up in the solid built. That's all you want, mate, isn't it? Yeah. House is your home. Don't matter where it is, how much it costs. Well, house is your home. My, my parents had a, a detached house about 15, 20 years ago, paid a fortune for it, four bedrooms. It's still like neighbours from hell. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't do matter what house you've got. You can start, I mean, to be fair, our neighbours are all right. Good. You know, Good. Most, I'm not a snob, but most of them on this end of the street are private. You know, people. Right. When I looked at deeds, previous owners bought this when they had right to buy in 1982. They paid 8,000 quid for it. <laughs> it's sickener, isn't it? Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, about three years worth of mortgage paying now for me. That'd be paid off. <laughs> we got a choice house or a nest spree because they're the same price. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the house. So, <laughs> after being on a bit of a long diversion there, what, what's <laughs> apart from joking about the 750-odd grand you earn a year, like, what's been the yeah. lowest, worst point for you in business or just in general? Well, like I, like I said, when you asked me if I'd do this, I said, um, you know, now's the time to talk about something that I haven't really spoken about and I'd rather... Well, it has to be with you because you were incidental in a later date. I mean, it's a bit of a long story. I don't know. That's how... fine. We've got plenty of time. Have you got, a C9... <laughs> you got a C90 tape to record this on or a C30? I've got C120 on long play. <laughs> Have you? Okay, that's all right then. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. Um, probably the best way to start is um, myself and my wife, we, we're in Tunisia. Five years ago, coming up this June, actually. Is that uh, it was? Yeah, it's uh, five yeah. years in June now. Uh, myself and my wife, we quite like that part of Tunisia. It was, it was quite cheap and everything else. Anyway, you know what I'm going to say? that uh, the, the massacre that day, we, we were there and we were heavily involved. Uh, we were the front row of the sunbed, so I've seen things, you know, people should never have to see. Yeah. Um, you know, I sort of made it with the skin of my teeth. I mean, if anybody wants to find stuff, there's plenty out there on the net um, about actually what happened to me. But yeah. um, so yeah, I, I managed to come out. You know, I've got a few little injuries, nothing compared to most other people. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't say if you'd asked me. A, Three, four years ago, if that was the lowest point, I'd say yes. But now I'm not a good thing to say, but I am grateful of the experience because it has changed the way made you appreciate my life. Correct. Yeah. Uh, A bit like I I get that. A bit like people nowadays. But what's happening now? um, My wife has suffered with PTSD for a long time, so us being in self-isolation is nothing new to us. We've actually been doing that since we got back um so we've learned to have our own company things like that it's it's not an easy thing yeah um well anyway that that that's the tunisian bit the 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 bit i've got to thank you for is chris is that um i did manage to go back a year later the bbc asked if i wanted to go back and i did want to go back it was a case when people were asking what happened to me I, I was so conscious of 
for the bereaved that I never wanted to tell a fisherman's tale. I had to say exactly what happened to me. Yeah. So uh, after speaking to a few people, I started to doubt what I was saying. Did that really happen to me? And I remember my grandfather always telling me, he obviously involved in the Second World War, like most of our grandparents, he wished he went back sooner. I mean, he did go back yeah. to where he was. Uh, and I remember him saying that. And I, I went back and I relived my experience. It was difficult for me. I mean, the videos out there, you can see it was tough. Uh, you can see I was quite a big bloke then because I've lost a lot of weight since because uh, I'm vaping rather than smoking. Um, and anyway, that, that tells the story about what I did and why I went back and who I met. Well, after I'd done that, uh, a few months later, I was contacted by... Um, they were called the Institute of Strategic Dialogue. They could see that I was a bit of a doer and, you know, I, I wanted revenge to be truthful with Chris. Yeah. I did, but I'm a bit um, old. You odd, you odd, you odd, to be fair. You, you know, what What can I do? I can't sort of cross the border from Turkey, arm myself and try and kill one of them. But yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just too old, right? Um, yeah. Years ago, probably all my mates would have said. I suppose you want accountability, don't you? You, you, you do, you do, yeah. because when when you see that, how can they take away that many lives in that short amount of time? I mean, it was it was it was scary, you know. I, yeah, I, I can imagine. I can imagine you've probably been through like what a lot of squaddies have done when they've served a tour of duty. You know, probably seen, seen shit you wish you'd never seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I only had under an hour of it, really. You know, imagine these people that go to war. You know, they have yeah. weeks and months of it. Um, you know, I know the sound of an AK-47. I know what it's like to get whipped by a bullet, you know, one to hit and how much that hurts. I've seen what it does to people. I've seen the people that have been injured. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a nice thing. Well, that, that's what drove me yeah. to uh, do what I was asked to do. And in a nutshell, I was trained to do a counter-narrative program. So the people that are on Facebook that were wanted to recruit people, whether it's yeah. far right or jihadists, um, I was given some form of training to try and ask them questions. And they gave me uh, a, a fake profile, really, Facebook yeah. profile. And you were very helpful and you didn't know this. I can't say too much because I did sign this bit of paper, Chris, that says yeah. I can't yeah. say certain things. But I can tell you now, uh, the deal was I was supposed to be employed for three months, uh, two hours a night at $25 a night, and they would send me um, some profiles of people that were showing signs of being jihadists. Yeah. So my my... Training was they came in tier one, two, three, and four. So tier one, who's someone who would look at something on Facebook, whether it be a heading or whatever. Tier two is the person that then uh, clicks on the link. And then three is the person that put the link up. And four is the person that instructed that person to put the link up. So yeah. anyway, cut a long story. You didn't know this, but you helped me in a way that I cannot say <laughs> on this. Um, Anyway, so cut a long story short, I'd, I was supposed to be doing it for four months and it was it, it was a struggle. I couldn't get people to talk to me. Well, after about five months, I had everybody talking to me because uh, I changed my strategy, thanks to you, Chris. Yeah. Um, and you know what I'm talking about because I've spoke to you about it, but I can't say it yeah. in case I do get in trouble. And um, 
I must admit, it was quite scary when I had my first interaction uh, when I was speaking. Was, to were these sort of like extremists that were, for what yeah, they were trying to groom you or educate you in their logic? What, what they were doing is they were they were putting things up like uh, beheadings, you know, anti-American, anti-everything on there. Uh, so I, I would just message them and just say, you know, I, I can see what you're posting. Can I ask you why you're posting? So I, I, I was lucky. I had my local imam who lives local. I'm very friendly with him. So I was all. They would always come back with a, a question, and I'd try and counter narrative it by going backwards yeah. and forwards with them, asking why they were doing it. Anyway, so, so I cut a long story short because I was doing it for seven months and I was quite successful. Uh, my wife wasn't happy about me doing it. I did it in a separate room. And um, I did have like a panic button if I thought my life was in danger and I, I was overseen by this. I take, take some drinks. I think I'd be shitting my pants. <laughs> well, I did, Chris. <laughs> it, it, yeah. uh, honestly, when I first spoke to someone and they actually responded, because so many people just said, you know, piss off. You know, who are you? Yeah. Are you the police or whatever? Yeah. Uh, so I had this background story that I was a decorator, funny enough, um, <laughs> which, um, you know, opened up a lot of doors for me. And uh, I can safely say, people, that through what you did and I did, um, a, f- uh, a few unsaved people were taken off the streets. Oh, good. At least some of good comes for it. <laughs> fact. Fact. Yeah. Fact, Chris. Yeah. And I never told you this before, and that's why I said to you, when we're going to do this, it was just, we, we go balls in, Chris. You know, yeah. we won't prepare for it. I'll just tell you exactly what happened. So, you know, I'm not looking for a medal for it, but, you know, you're, you're a really nice guy. I've known you a while now, Chris. Yeah. Um, I know we had a little bit of a fallout. We made up. Yeah, but that's because um, I'm a stubborn twat, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I, I, I'm the same, and, you, you know, I... I I'm, I'm opinionated. I'm stubborn. I know my faults. I just don't always admit them. <laughs> well, well, listen, the thing is about having a good mate is, is to be able to say that and then yeah. deal with it and then move on again, isn't yeah. it? To accept it and then move on. And, um, you, you know, you do a lot. And if it wasn't for people like you running Brothers of the Brush and other people that run groups, would Paint Shack be as successful? I don't know. The industry would definitely suffer for it. I mean, yeah. because of doing these groups, you brought all the decorators together. And I take my hat off to you uh, and, and to your admin guys in the early days, in the John Wall days. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that, you, you know, we've had every, everybody's got their place. You know, yeah. Ian, Ian Crump, when you look uh, in history, you know, he's the man that really brought spraying into the social media side. Do, in the no, UK. I'll agree with that. I'll, I'll, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, said bloke who got history. I'm not his biggest fan, but I'll, it, credit where it's due. I, I think yeah. he did, like you said, bring spraying to the forefront. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't agree with everything he does, but it did make go. it more prominent. You know, it's you know, let's just have it out. Everything's history now. Everybody needs to move forward a bit. You know, every group has found its place, hasn't it, Chris? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's all leveled off. Um, yeah. Well, that's it. It's, it's, it's like it's like paints, isn't it? It's, it's, like yeah, it's the same every, thing. Every, everybody has a preference, <laughs> you know. It's the same yeah. thing. You know, it's yeah. you have one for one thing, one for another thing. Well, there you, know, you go. Yeah. You know, and it's and it. it's good that all these groups are doing it. And I and I've always been, and I've always said to you, Chris. You know, sooner or later, that really some of the groups who get together a little bit better and yeah. make this industry better and greater. You know, yeah. if everybody puts their differences aside, 
Um, we, you know, we have quite a, a, a huge I, amount I, of I, people. I get it. And to be honest, a lot of them I can put my differences aside with. Uh, when when yeah. some of them have had personal stuff go on, I've messaged them. I'm not one for broadcasting stuff. I've messaged them behind closed doors. So look, sympathies, whatever, stuff like that. But yeah. there's just some of them. I, I won't bury it at it. I oh, know. Well, don't you edit <laughs> this, too, too Chris, much, all right? No, no, don't well, you dare edit no, the too, 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 too much. This rarely get, all I do is take the background noise out. I don't want to lose context. You know, it's two blokes chatting, chatting shit. Let's see if we can make some of it. But like I say, a lot of them I can get on with. Uh, to be honest, a lot of my mates know, as although I'm opinionated, I can tolerate anybody. I can work for anybody. I can tolerate anybody because I just switch off. But there's yeah. just some people I will not give the time of day. Too yeah. much water's gone under the bridge. I just think, do you know what? No. Nah. Yeah. No, you've moved yeah. on. I, yeah. I get it. There's, there's, only, there's only about three people like that. Other yeah. than that, everyone else I can get on with. You well, know, as long I, as I'm I, not I, on I, that I, list, I'm no, all right. I'm an adult. I'm an adult. <laughs> I, can be, I can be civil. You know, it's, it doesn't take much to be civil as an adult, does it? Yeah. No. You, know, no. you can say, are you, are you all right? Move on. You know, and that's it. You've got to take the truth, haven't you? You got to, yeah. if, if you can if you can dish it, you've got to be able to take it, haven't you? Really? Uh, well, that's it. If you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, don't don't poke fun at others. Well, especially in this it. game. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in this game. Well, that's it. There's always someone better. <laughs> if anything can go wrong, it will go wrong in this game, won't it, Chris? Hey, go on when everyone's watching. <laughs> Not half. So, I know going back to the Tunisia thing, I know a lot of the holiday companies, they got a lot slated saying they were poor, but to be honest, I don't, I don't know if I've ever told you this, my mum and dad were 20 miles away from me when it happened. Really? Yeah, they're elderly. Uh, I remember exactly which job I was working on uh, in a bedroom at uh, Mrs. Nunn's, Mr. and Mrs. Nunn's. He works in Iraq in oil fields. Jesus Christ, that's a job I won't do. Sure. Uh, especially when you've got armed soldiers around you 24-7. Uh, but I got, wow. I got a text WhatsApp out to blow off my mum and dad. Uh, we're all okay, don't worry about us. We'll be back in a few days. I'm thinking, what? Because I, I don't do news. I don't do news. Don't. I've only yeah. listened to it recently because all this crone stuff and find out from Orsa's mouth what's happening. Uh, but I thought, what's going on? So I, I Googled on my phone, BBC News, thought most reliable. I thought, shit. Uh, yeah, to be fair, what's happened back? Uh, yeah. And then next day they said, look, don't believe everything you see in papers with holiday companies, nothing like that. She says, my mum says, next day we had tanks up and down the street. She says yeah. it was, you know, there was an heavily, you know, armed forces about everywhere. You know, we did feel safe. You know, wow. but it's, I, I can't imagine what it'd be like to be there. I'd, I'd totally be, I remember being in um, Yorker, September 11th, another bad yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, we were sat outside of Chinese. Uh, I think there was six of us. It was uh, the girl I was dating then. She she weren't the best flyer at times anyway. Uh, we were sat outside the Chinese in Mallorca and it come on news, CNN in Spanish. And we thought, oh my God, World War Three. She was prepared to pay two grand to come back on a boat because wow. she didn't want to fly. Wow. <laughs> you know, it, it. It, it's, it is scary stuff, but it's, it uh, you know, we be, we holiday in Turkey. I love the place. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was brother-in-law says there's no chance I'd go there because obviously ignorance, Muslims, you know, terrorists. You know, we we were in Turkey last time and that shit happened in bloody Manchester, Ariana Grande concert. Yeah, I just turned to the other says we ain't safe anywhere. And we were talking to yeah. an old old couple and they just says we couldn't give a shit as long as we're together when it happens. That's all we're bothered about. Yeah, 
best way to think of it, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you'd never it, it go is. anywhere if you bought papers, would you? Well, it's 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 really odd feeling. I, I think I've said this saying before that uh, you never think it's going to happen to you. But when it yeah. does happen to you, you keep thinking it's going to happen again. It's really odd feeling. And, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't what, know how you coped. I don't know how I'd cope with it. It, it, it was tough, mate. You had to yeah. dig deep. And, you know, I did get uh, I did get to meet Nick and Eva Speakman at Nottingham. Yeah. Um, and we had a, a session with them. But my wife needed more after that. She, she wasn't yeah. as easy with my wife. But it's, uh, you know, what people are feeling now or what's going on. Yeah, you know, it, it is a natural feeling. You know, I, I know a lot more about it, and you know the, I mean, mental health. I wouldn't have given you toughness for it before. If someone said, "I'll just say, look, get over it," sort of thing. Yeah, worse than um, you could set somebody in it with mental well, health. Well, there you go. And I, now yeah. I know, and I, yeah. I was ignorant, Chris. I, I've and been I, on both. I've been on both sides of that coin. You know, I I, I was ig- ignorant about. The Muslim community, you know, I thought there was 40% Muslims in this country when it's less than 3%. You know, I was just like ignorant. But until, you know, it made me search out the facts rather than what I read in the newspaper. And that's made yeah. me better. Yeah. I don't see it with my own eyes. I don't believe it anymore now, Chris. So, is it, can, I ask, can I ask you, has it put your followed in abroad? Um, I think that would probably what would be my biggest. My, my wife, yes. We, we have been back to Spain. And it took her, I managed to get her on a beach for about 15 minutes. She was kept yeah. looking and, you know, she couldn't settle because my wife loves the sun. You know, I can I can yeah. take it and leave it. I'm not bothered. I'd rather walk along the beach and talk to a fisherman. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it you know, it's been life-changing. Um, you know, I've made some really good friends from it, you know, the survivors. Because uh, we don't use the word victims. Uh, yeah. I've, I've I've met some really interesting people throughout the world. You know, I've been very lucky, you know, members of parliament, royal family, with all different things that we've done, the memorials and things. And the food's been good. Hey, Chris, you know, <laughs> I've just... <laughs> and, On the right yeah, to know. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you, know, it, you know, so, you know, it's, it's tricky times. Of those, and there's always someone worse off than you. And, you know, I've received no compensation or anything like that. Yeah. As far as I'm aware... Some of the other people that you know have been seriously injured are still waiting for anything. If anything's going to come, because it was overseas and it was a non-EU country, so yeah, uh, it's not as if you can what, what sue the Tunisian government. There you go. Um, yeah. and, and it's funny. My my best contact now with Wagner is uh, Imran, and he's a Muslim, and we have banter and fun, and he knows the situation and. <laughs> Well, a lot I'll say, because I, I think I say it on these lot, like, I don't do politics or religion, because I think mm. all, my, my parents are religious. Uh, and I think it's it's the problem, that's the problem with everything. It's not the religions, it's how idiots interpret it. Yeah. I think that's the problem. I mean, you, you get good and bad in every religion. It depends how far they go with it and how they interpret it and twist it to their own needs. Yeah. You well, know, you you do the decorator's religion, don't you, Chris? You read the yeah. data sheet. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, Colin, how does cleaning masonry work? <laughs> then I asked Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, worked. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Three years in, it's worked. I've had no phone calls off him because I did say I'd right, do it for a charge if it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it think, does work. I think I'm nearly up to four years with it now. Yeah, no, so no, no I'm, I'm confident with that product. Yeah. I'm, to I'm be really fair, it's expensive. It's a, it's the same price 
whatever brand you get, it all works out roughly the same price on it. So uh, it's got the I'll tell you another thing while we're talking about it actually, if you go and buy paint abroad, it's uh twenty to thirty to forty percent more in Europe the same product <laughs> than what it is in the UK. Do you think it balances out though? Because obviously you know we've been to Germany like you was in Germany last yeah. year. About this time last year, or just before. Yeah. Um but their, their sundries are cheaper, aren't they? So do you think it pans out? I think you're right. I think there's. I don't think they have a greater margin on it. I think they do things different. We're in the UK. We have what, twelve, thirteen, fourteen brands of paint to choose from. Yeah. Go to Europe, four. Yeah. You know that's the difference in the UK. We we just have too many brands, and I think that's probably the reason why Caprol didn't really settle first time round because yeah. they're so used to being a dominating force in Europe. Yeah, uh, that they didn't want to throw money at it, but yeah, it's horses for courses. Do you find in Europe as well, like I do, though, uh, that decorators are more of a respected trade than the area? Without question, yeah. Chris, they're, because they're, they're the finishing trades. They are, <laughs> yeah. and you can't just print a card, throw dust sheets in your car with a pair of steps, and and, and call yourself a decorator. Yeah. You have to have a diploma. They have no such thing as being self-employed unless you have a diploma and you've been to college. Yeah. It's about time they had something similar over here. Not saying you have to go to college, but something, I think they tried it with, in a fashion with CSCS card, but that were cobblers, weren't it? Yeah, so all uh, cobblers, mate. But yeah, I think, I mean, we're getting there now. I mean, look at the bloody equipment we have compared to what you used to have. But you, you ask any other trade and say, all oh, your decorating needs a four, four pack of blooming special, bro. <laughs> That's the reputation they've got in it. But, you know, we, we, we always, when I did my apprenticeship, there's the uh, plumber and sparky apprentices, they were on 50p an hour more because yeah. it was seen as a better trade. That's you right. Know, and I think it starts from there. And I, I think that's a problem with the skills gap now because the government is pushing so many people into further education. And then you've got the schools trying to fill spaces and the colleges are pushing kids to academic jobs rather than hands-on jobs. And that's I think right. that's where the skill gap's coming from. You know, they look right. at why would you want to do that when I can go to college? You, you look at a lot of people that have been uni. My, my niece, been to uni, she does a job that's nothing to do with what she went to uni for. <laughs> all, all, she comes, all she's come out with is a student loan she's got to pay back. There you, you go, know? Chris. Because they're pushing them in the wrong direction. It's like, Nobody wants to be in the trades. It's a dirty <sighs> word, isn't it? <laughs> I don't. All the practical skills that I got off my father, there's just not many fathers passing it on to their their sons. Yeah. You know, they're showing them how to wire a plug, wash a car, take a wheel off. You know, all the old stuff that we. Do you know, when I when I had that young lad work for me, uh, asked him said something about a plug. He didn't even know how to wire a plug at twenty one. Like, my twelve year old daughter knows what colour goes where. And he was yeah. 21 and didn't know how to wire a plug. I, thought, wow. I said, what would you do? He said, I'd just ask my mum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we're bred a nation of snowflakes, aren't we? Oh, well, we are. <laughs> so, they're, they're, they're all YouTube disciples, aren't they, now? If you yeah. want to do something, oh, I'll watch it on oh, YouTube. Then I'll go and yeah. do it. Yeah, well, you've got that many idiots bloody influencing, though, haven't you? <laughs> that's another rabbit hole <laughs> so but moving on from your worst pit what's been your best point in business oh uh let me think i actually wrote a list down chris i was actually prepared for this um well some of it's prepared i like it 
Oh, I know. Look, I've written it all down. Look, there's all stuff on there. There's all stuff on there. <laughs> I don't think I spoke about anything yet that I've written down. Uh, so repeat the question, Chris. What were you asking? So what, what's been your best point in business? Was it starting Paint Shack? Ooh, I would say, yes, it's a close. Um, uh, my best for job satisfaction, I think, was... I did some work at um, Brooklyn's Museum, um, and that for me, I did um, Barnes and Wallace's um, test room and test area. So that's close to being because the job satisfaction was fantastic for me. Yeah, to know that Barnes Wallace had sat in there and done that. That that for me, uh, I'm not a petrol head or anything, but I, I did enjoy doing that museum work. Um, Doing the big numbers with the big firm, having loads of guys working for me pretty much is, that's probably the highest point. Holiday, got paid for. We did a safari in Botswana. That was a high point. But, I mean, I say we're only year four into Paint Shack, so we've got loads to do yet. And yeah. I, I would like to aspire maybe like they do in Europe, a Caporal Wagner Academy or something in the UK, whether that's still possible in the next 15, 20 years, I'd get involved in that. Um, I, I miss select in the facts that in the early days, I thought it was brilliant. I really did. Like you, Chris, you were in their early days, weren't you? Yeah, I won't, I won't say early, early. Um, you? No, I left about three years ago and I was in it about three or four. So it wasn't early, early. Oh, right, okay. I, yeah. I was towards what I call the end of the old select, because I, th- I think under the new rule now, and which I said in first podcast, credit where it's due, I think if anybody can steer it in a better direction, it's the person that's in charge now. I think you're right. But I, I, think, I, think, right. I, think, I think they've got a battle, because I think yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the trade associations have got a bad name. Not a bad name. Uh, well, what do we say, Chris? Everything's in a mess. PDA, select... What, what's left? There's nothing left, is it? Well, no, I'm not in the latter anymore. No, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> what, what, what's left? What is left? Uh, I don't know. I think there's space for another one. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I haven't got the time. Neither have I, to be fair. I've, 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 been, I've been asked me a few to see what's... what's um, not available, but what's what's... What could be created? Yeah, uh, it's it's a lot of work. Uh, as as we know, the trade associations they do have a lot of work. But I've been in both, left both, one there more recent than other, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, you dare edit this, will you? No, I won't. no. <laughs> if anyone, I, I don't broadcast it. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be honest. I left the PDA. I left the management board. Yeah. I left the PDA. Didn't like the way it was going. Went on the management board for a couple of years. Uh, voiced my opinions, whether they liked it or not. Um, didn't like the way some things were said and done. Didn't like the way some people, some of the members were getting threat. And I just had me fill the other week. I'd been talking about it for a year, threatening, you know, well, not threatening, but saying I'm going to leave. Kept thinking, hang on, hang on, it might change. It didn't. So I just left. You know, it ain't good. At, what, what finished it off... Uh, I can't say what was on it, but part of management board were privy to certain information. And I got something, an email we got prior to a meeting that come from years ago. And I just thought, 
that was two years before I even got management board. And it's just been the same for the last four years. What am I wasting my time at? So that was just nailing coffin. So I just thought, leave. Yeah. You know, it ain't going anywhere. Well, that's in, in my opinion. I shall say, yeah. I shall correct that. In my opinion, it ain't going anywhere. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. but I, th- I think it's, it's, I won't say it's a bad thing. I won't bad mouth them as such. And I wouldn't bad mouth select. I think what it is, there's a lot of misconceptions. There's a lot of things out there with rated builder, check trade. And I think the problem is people are scrutinizing me even more and thinking, it's, I mean, yeah, it's half a week's wage majority of them to join but they're thinking what what am I getting for half a week's wage yeah you know a couple hundred quid what am I getting sticker for my van that's all they become stickers for your van you know is it a form of elitism is it that we're looking to be elite to be in these one of these two groups I don't think we are right I, I don't think decorators are I think some of the trade associations like to give the image of elite and a cut above without bad mouthing anyone. Um, I think that I think that's why it is. Uh, and I mean, there's there's a place to them for a degree. I think a lot of them need change. Uh, they need to be modernised, go with the flow. And I get the old traditions of a lot of them. And I'm not saying boot the traditions out the door. They need to walk a fine line. Yeah, and, and keep both sides happy. But when some of them aren't prepared to do that, I just think, what's the point? You ain't, you ain't gonna get, you've got to love it or hate it you've got to embrace social media yeah you know it's it's a diogenes sword isn't it it's you move one way or you, know, you move other way and you, you've got to embrace it and go with the flow uh and go all heartedly at it and some of them aren't prepared to and any decorator now could think well what's the point of spending 200 quid with a bit of research and because of the not just because of brothers at brush because of the various other groups out there and chat rooms and resources available you can educate yourself for a lot less bloody money you know whether we're as social media group admins whether we're responsible for it and that's different probably a different conversation altogether but it's you put a community together that can share information yeah you know whereas 10 years ago you used to go in paint shop and ask a bloke now you can go online and the old point brothers at brush started because I worked on my own and you could go on. I mean, there's some brilliant forums out there. Painters pit stock. Brilliant. There was the other one, uh, not Bib and Brace. Was it Bib and Brace? The other one? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd put a thing on because the way websites work, you'd have to keep checking on the website or you'd put a question on and get an answer the next day where Facebook faster, quicker. You could put a question on, uh, you know, and get a response pretty sharp. You know, and yeah. that was one of the old premises of it started. You know, you you at work and thought, where could I get one of these from? Pretty sharp. You put a question on, and yeah. after after, I mean, they've took a lot of work. They've took a lot of weeding dickheads out. To put it blunt. Uh, yeah. But you can put a question on and get an answer or ten answers within an hour. You know, yeah. and you know, you know where you can get. Or someone will put a link up for you. Yeah. You know, so yeah. we've got wiser, more educated. You know, and I think as that as that made the made it harder for the trade associations because what what, right, what can what can they offer that we can't i mean you, you yeah. get your stuff like your, your legal advice uh with one of them but you can go and buy that legal advice cheaper direct <laughs> there you go 
you know, a bit of research. We're not we're not the knuckle scrapers we were years ago when you left school and you were decorated. It's because you weren't the cleverest. Now yeah. a lot of them are educated. Yeah, 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 couple yeah. hours, couple hours on computer, you can find out. Out. Wow. This is the thing is, and you can't bullshit anymore, Chris, can you? Because you soon get found out with that wide web. Yeah, yeah, wild, wild west. I call it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what, what it is. For. Yeah, it is, right. yeah. You can get out you want. You just got to know where to look. That's right. That's so, so true. <laughs> That's a good. So, I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I, I heard it on. I heard. I think I heard it on radio years ago, and they said it's basically. Well, there was on about stuff you could import uh, on the dark web and stuff, and it says basically it's, it's the www stands for Wild Wild West. <laughs> you can get anything you want. You've just got to know where to look. And to be yeah. honest, uh, when I say I've got some dodgy stuff, <laughs> not, nothing shade like that. A friend of mine used to work on doors, and they had to protect themselves. Uh, and he's he come round to my 15 20 years ago and we found some stuff to protect yourself. Uh, I'll be honest, basically, it was a taser, yeah. uh, stun gun, bought it from America, come in two parts on customs thing instead of torch. You got the case in it, <laughs> package, week later, really? you got the innards, nine volt battery, and you put it together. That's it, you four screws, and you're ready to go. Wow. And he was wow. keeping in his pocket for if they got too much trouble. Because like, he used to work on a, not saying the, the wrong ones, but he used to work on a door where they used to get a lot of travellers. Yeah. The, the wrong sort of travellers. Um, yeah. So he, he wanted to protect himself because they'd had knives and lot pulled on him. Uh, wow. I, I read into how they even worked then, tasers, because I thought, how can you get blasted with so many volts without it killing you? And all, <laughs> all, all it basically does, if anybody doesn't know, it basically zaps and burns the sugar in your body, which is the energy while you drop. That's yeah, how they work. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but the, everything's available. You've just got to know where to look. That's it. I'll tell you what else, Chris. I'll keep... You are the coupon king, aren't you? I won't say coupon king. I'm just... I'm Yorkshire, aren't I? I'm frugal. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget when I, I met you. I, I think where, it's a competition it? between Scottish and Yorkshire, isn't it? Who's the most frugal? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember when you came over and you visited us. I think we. I was speaking about something. I need a tire or something. Said, no, yeah. it was it was, that was it? sensor for your Vivaro van. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. And you said da da da, and then you sent it to me after you got back. I thought bloody hell, Chris. And then anything I want to buy now, really, I should speak to you first and say, Chris, yeah. look, where's the cheapest place to do it? I yeah, think I think, I think you'll be quoted over hundred quid. I went online today. You got nineteen pounds somewhere. <laughs> 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 your registration. Yeah, you, you, like I say, you just got to know where to look. Uh, yeah, I've, no, I've spent many lost nights on the internet. <sighs> You're, you're brilliant at it, Chris. Maybe you should have your own page, mate. A bit like um, well, that Martin, Martin Lewis. Lewis where, yeah. yeah, but you should have one of your own. For, the, shade, uh, the, shady, deal. the shady Martin Lewis. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Just think, if you ain't done, and if they clicked off, clicked off your link and purchased, and you got 5p off each one, Chris, you could maybe pack in decorating. Have you been looking at my plans on this board behind me? <laughs> can I see it? I probably can. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I take camera around, there you go. Oh, you got <laughs> that, it. That, that, that's the war room. Is it? Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't spot my plans on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit worried now. You've been reading some up there. <laughs> You've come, come pretty close to something there. I can see a reflection in your glasses, Chris. I thought you were going to say, you can see reflection off my head. <laughs> no, no. No, but there's, yeah, there's, there has been talk somewhat similar to that. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Uh, I, I was just stabbing nah, in the dark. No, there's been talk. There's a lot of stuff mentioned to me. I, as you know, I speak to a load, a load of decorators, and 
other people to do with trade and stuff that dips into our trade that sort of comes alongside our trade. And there has been talk of stuff like that. And I think, can I be bothered? Have they got the time? Yes, of course, yeah. do it. Do yeah, it. This, this has turned into sort of like a two-way interview now, hasn't it? Well, that's what I've wanted to do in the first place. I told you I was going to do it. I was going to mix it up a bit. Yeah, I, I opening up though. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll do one. If we get successful, we get to. I think I said to Scott Barney. If we get to, I think I said hundred. I'll set it level pretty high. If we get to hundred, I might appear on one. And get somebody else right. to ask questions. But I know you've day. mentioned it, and I'm trying to wheeze out a few out of you now. Actually, you probably yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think John did it as well. I think. Uh, I think Yanella tried turning tables a bit at Q1 as well. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> no, it's um so where do you see yourself in five or ten years then? Or where do you see yourself in paint shack? Because obviously we we do we do a different podcast with suppliers, but obviously we can't ignore the fact that you are part of paint shack, so it's gonna have yep. a bit of paint shack in this one, isn't it? No, of course I'll get that, Chris. And it's yeah, hard really wearing it's hard wearing two hats sometimes, you know. And talking to you know Lone Q one, my freebie. Yeah, get in with? there. Premium Slater's Stafford from me Q1 box that they were giving away at show. Uh, Product placement, Purdy uh, Multi Tool for cracking lid uh, off. I saw that. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> it's because I ordered a new one the other day and it turned up because I lost my other one. Did you? I've still got mine somewhere. I, yeah. I I made the mistake and didn't have it clicked out properly and went to push something and it shut on my fingers. Ooh. So it's not my favourite tool at the moment. But oh, anyway, so what was your question? <laughs> where, where do you see yourself a paint shack in five to ten years oh, dear. Um, hopefully earning a bit more money that'd be quite nice yeah um, I think we'd all like to be there back in. yeah it, it's just a case that we everything we take we put back in um, we don't like to owe anybody anything we don't do accounts funny enough I know everyone keeps asking us but that was one of my biggest mistakes actually if, you, if you're not good with your money and you open an account somewhere, you will overspend. It is a natural yeah. thing. Um, you know, a good manager will say, oh, we got this deal on that deal. I'll stick it on your account. And then when your monthly comes in, you go, oh, my God. I'd, I'll, I'll put my hands up since we're doing it two way. Uh, <laughs> after the last recession, I, I uh, paid all mine off. And since then, I've not had an account. And it's times like now, thank God. Because yeah. I'd, I'd have a friend and he'd say to me, oh, I've got me account <laughs> uh, he says it's 700 quid I said how are you at that well, well when I went in they had shield overalls on offer and they had paper and scissors on offer so I've got them in a box of brushes you know it's, it's been in three or four times a week uh, yeah. and he's you know he's ordered and it, and it mounts up and then you get a shock bill at the end of the month I, I suppose there's loads to it uh, <sighs> people take piss out of me because I like my systems uh, you, wow. you know I'm into my systems and I've right, since, since, since last recession I just operate a total different way you know I've, I've changed it all it's times like now I think thank God for that I mean yeah it's a, it's a bit of a tight squeeze at the moment with this lockdown thing but I was talking to a friend the other day and I said I need to get more organised and order online because it's only online I, and he says I know you've been doing it for a couple of years haven't you? I said yeah it's just normal for me yeah you know it's yeah it's, it's the way I operate, you know. Yeah. It's but uh, so if if you're going back, I'd have a stab at thirty years to the young Colin. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 would the advice you'd give yourself? Um, 
just to be better with my money because I've had a lot of money go through my hands um, and it's been a bit frivolous. You know, we've all had cards, we've all overspent, we've all done this. I, th- I think it's just the nature of life. If yeah. you earn 100, you will go out and spend 110. Um, and I obviously, that's not the way to do business. I mean, I, I, I would say that if ever you get a chance to work with someone you know that's highly skilled, um, I was fortunate I did get to mix and work with lots of different guys, you know, the slashers, you know, the perfectionists, you know, with the firms that I worked for, I worked yeah. with them all and I found my own way sort of through it all. Um, paper hanging, my first paper hanging job, I had a, I had a flat and the bloke just said, look, get on with it. Yeah. I had this whole flat um, and I did make a bit of a mess, but i tell you what, I did learn and the next job that I did, I got better and better. See, it's, it's, uh, it sounds a bit similar to me. I've, I served my apprenticeship with council, and I know people say oh, council, but tell you what, one of the best places to learn because one, you'd learn with the old boys that were on the civic stuff, and we all know we all joke about council, you know, one working, four watching. A lot of the time there wasn't a rush, so you had the time to learn right. And we'd go from your spec and using a wallet brush on the commercial, uh, the civic stuff, what had to be spot on, to what we always call a CLT, change of tenancy. Council house yeah. or uh, jumping jack hotel with fleas if they were that yeah. bad. Um, and you'd ground a room with wood chip horizontally. <laughs> and I'll, I'll laugh at this because it's a hell of a lot, of you know, like your cross line, it's quicker. <laughs> we, we used to do wood chip quicker. I've, I've, I've worked in a middle of winter where we've put the, uh, had the gas eaters on. You, you used to get that metal boiler looking thing, gas eater. I was pasting for two blokes, so banging it on horizontally. Or they do it vertically and then just rag rip it across the top of Edward door. Yeah. White and Magnolia, and it was it was uh, Portland where brand we used to use. I don't counsel. Blimey. Yeah. Uh, and we'll come back next day and we'd add eaters off because you weren't allowed to have them on overnight, pasted, frozen, defrosted, and half a paper up for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd, you know, you'd, I'd, I used to work with an old boy, and this is, you know, this this is the official thing. Brother Brush has never been sexist. It's nothing to do with men to a point it, it was homage to an old bloke i used to work with and it, it was fantastic uh, i've touched on it a bit before but i've never said properly what it was yeah cole charlesworth used to have ginger hair back in a quiff spot on spot on bloke shirt undone medallion never never wore jeans always wore slacks as he'd call them and it, it sent me to, it sent me to book his, his 10p round robin on and where I worked in Chesterfield, you know, there was, uh, he'd been on council 36 years and he, he lived about two miles from depot and the, 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 uh, bands were called yellow perils. There was yellow, uh, and his side doors were white and it, it was like his personal taxi service because he didn't drive. He'd be walking out the street with his pack up bag, see one coming, hold his hand out, they'd stop and give him a lift home. And so, sometimes I'd give him a lift home and he used to drink in this pub called gold miners. And he's, I went in one night with him, and he, he says, oh, I'm just going to have a couple while Maeve's prints on. Maybe it's his wife. He only lives around the corner. It was that generation. You know, a working man's right, go for a couple of drinks while wife prints That's right. You know, and he'd, he'd stand there, and he sunk about four or five pints in an hour, like it were cups of tea. And he weren't a pisshead, you know, he weren't drunk. Yeah. I, it's always stuck in my head. He, says, he used to say to me, now then, kid, he says, don't get used to this. It takes more of a man to walk past it than it does to walk in it. And that's always stuck in my head. That's very you know, true. And it, it was just like, 
it was just daft things I used to do, no end of work, long corridors with Porter Fleck, you know, and stuff. It, my first job, I had to learn how to make a pot of tea properly. Go and warm mm. teapot, tip your water out, and then put your tea bags in. Burning kettles out and knotting them. It was, it was stuff like that. Um, yeah. And you'd, you'd be using wallet brushes on ceilings. And we'd we cheat. You'd roll it, thin your paint, roll it, and lay it off with a wallet brush. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you clattered brushes, it'd be like another job coming there. It was just daft sayings. And if you know, saw another bloke walking about in whites, it'd be a brother at brush there. And that's all the names ever come yeah. from. It was a bit of a homage to Col, because it, it was a top sound bloke, probably one of the best tradesmen I've ever worked with. And he used to say to me, now then, kid, I'll show you how to do it right. Then when you've learned how to do it right, I'll show you how to cut corners and make your money. Right. You know, <laughs> that's all the brother at brush has ever come from, a bit of a homage to Colin. You know, that's it, fantastic. It, it, it taught me about life as, as well as, you know, as painting. It taught me about shit in life. No, it's used Great to, story. I always have this image in my head, brown cords, beige shirt, open to the neck, air slip back, comb it back pocket, and he used to walk along the corridor singing, oh, sorry, me, oh. That's all I can remember. If I think of Colin, that's all I can picture. That's you know, And it was, you know, it's, that's all it's ever been, brush. It's all it's ever come from. Yeah. It was like, starting a group, what can I call it? I know. I always remember Colin, Brusett Brush. I think his lad Gary's still about in Chesterfield, who was a decorator for co-op. Wow. Uh, I think he's still about. But if you ever do listen, Gary, your dad was a top bloke, one of the best blokes I've ever worked with. Great right, well, story, Chris. Well enough of it now. <laughs> it's a great, great story because we always we always knew somebody like that, didn't we? Yeah. There's no characters now. There's no there's there's no yeah, there is, <laughs> but the Ends not decent characters. <laughs> Great. There's, there's characters and there's characters. You know, they yeah. they were the proper the old boys. You know, like probably suppose Neary should get to ragged trousered lot. You know yeah. what I mean? When you read that book, that Neary should get to them. You know, yeah. but there was some. There was one bloke. He was a total twat. Scottish, not because he was Scottish. He was a total twat. He used he used to play pranks on me because I was a young kid, and I used to think you Bellend. But it was a fucking fantastic tradesman. Was he? Yeah. yeah. John, John Law, if you ever listening. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, he used to be a twat with him. In the nicest way, you know, but <laughs> but it was a there was some cracking tradesmen there for council. I just used to think, Jesus Christ, some 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 can't even hold a candle to him. Yeah. You know, but there were some there were some rough ones, but there's some brilliant ones. You know, uh-huh. that that's where me and Stu Yates have a bit of uh, a bit of a connection because Yates is from Chesterfield. We know some of the same blokes. We've worked with them. Did you? Yeah. Okay, that's good. We've only worked with each other recently, me and uh, Stuart, last, what, two or three years? But pff, over the last 30 years, we've worked with with same blokes, just never worked okay. together. You know? Wow. Stu used to do a lot for my old gaffer. Uh, he now has decorating supplies, Jim Arthur. Yeah. yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I went to Jim Arthur School of Business. Ah, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. me, me and my mate Andy could tell you some stories about Jim Arthur School of Business. <laughs> it was a rum school. I, I remember him coming, he'll laugh if he ever hears this, remember him coming out one day when uh, one of the blokes there, Roger, was on about us all joining the union. Oh, Jesus Christ, it did half kick off. He'd come out to office at NW... Uh, 
NWRA book, National Working Rule Agreement, ripped it up, threw it on the floor in front of everybody, jumped up and down. If anybody's telling me how to run my fucking business, they can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Jim, Jim's a character and half. I think he's mellowed out a bit now. We all day, so bless him. But he's, he's you know, at, at the time it was uh, odd, but, you know, he's, he's a nice bloke. <laughs> I've I've seen him at a PDA do a time or two, and it is a cracking bloke, is Jim. A lot of respect for Jim. You know, the workers' world agreement. I remember that we've got. We used to be forty hours a week, and then we finished at four on a Friday, so we were down to thirty-nine hours for the same money. That so, that was a good thing about council. It was school hours. Yeah. And this was what nineteen. When did I leave? Ninety-two. I left council. Did you finish, finish my apprenticeship? And 1992, I was on 240 quid a week guaranteed wage. Wow. That's that's a cracking wage, is that? Wow. And I left. <laughs> <laughs> Some idiot dangled Mick Carrot to work in London. I thought it was bloody grass is always greener and it ain't. Grass is always greener, except that you stood, stood on. <laughs> We've all done that. We've all done that. Yeah. I, I, I chucked in. I, in fact, I left that, that company I worked for, Browns, I met a bloke down the pub. It was uh, my mate's dad. And he said, look, we're working at the tank factory up the road. He said, I'm just painting pipes. And he said, I'm earning an X per linear meter. And I worked out. I thought, God, yeah, I can earn double. So I jacked in with this job I've had for years. Went and worked for them. Got my first wage packet. It was half as what I was getting from the firm before. Yeah. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I, went to work, I went to work for a firm out of Bakewell in Derbyshire. And we used to have two weeks at home with a week in London. And it was uh, Finchley. I can't remember all the places. Finchley, down off Munster Road. I know uh, Mike at Me Decor. He's, he lives down Putney Way. It was down near Fulham yeah. Palace Ground down there. Donnerale Street. Uh, memory is good. Donnerale Street, round that area. Uh, there's a pub, top end of Finchley, Orange Tree, if anybody knows it there. And it was really sound blokes. We used to call them Jewish Mafia. Uh, they, they had shares in the fabric business. But you'd end up week, you'd get paid in £50 notes. You'd come back up north and couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> come with big brown envelope. For but it, it, was, it was an eye-opener because we would spend many a night down Bethnal Green. <laughs> well, that was good to you. You were away from home at an early age, Chris, weren't you? 21. 21. Oh, I, I, yeah, we did all stupid stuff at 21. Yeah. Uh, now, I'd like to come back down to London now with somebody that knows the way around and do the sensible stuff. Yes, but at, at twenty one, missed out on. Yeah, twenty one. We were around so well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having us uh, been ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. That was the that was the time to do it. You wouldn't want to do it so much now because it's not as good, is it? Well, it, it weren't as good then. We got sold a, a few lemons. I remember going to a, a sex show like you do at twenty one. Real real life bed show. Paid some like a tenner to get me, not Gaffer's lad did. Because uh, Gaffer's lad, he was obsessed. And his dad had said to me, Eric had said to me, go and keep an eye on our Andrew. I said, I'm skinned, Eric. It's say, here's 20 quid. Get you send a few drinks, go and keep an eye on him. And we went, went down Soho, and it was like live bed show. So his lad were like, kid in a sweet shop. Paid for us all together in with a company check. Put down his meals. I think eight, eight, it was just when Virgin Coke had come out, if anybody remembers that. I don't think that's good anymore. And it was eight quid for a glass of Coke, so I kept glass, I've still got it in the cupboard. <laughs> eight quid, I'm keeping glass, it's a nice glass. Went down all these black corridors, they hey, were cracked here, into a room, 
all these dirty old men stood about, and there's a bed in the middle of the room with black satin sheets on. Bloke and a woman come in, in buff. Like, hey, oh, cracked here. You know what you like at 21? Sat yeah. on bed telling jokes and anecdotes. Live bed show, weren't it? <laughs> I'm a young, young lad well I say young lad I was 21 apprentice it was a big thick set youth and he started kicking off bouncer come across and apprentice were that pissed he took a swung at bouncer <laughs> spun round and fell on his ass. and I just remember us all running off down the street thinking Jesus Christ what a mess so we, we, stuck, to, we stuck to Bethnal Green after that rough and ready <laughs> you didn't go back there then no uh, green gate at Bethnal Green <laughs> <laughs> I remember all names. <laughs> That's good. No, you've got a great memory, Chris, better than mine. <laughs> it, well, I have for some things. <laughs> oh, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good with na- names and faces and stuff like that and yeah. places. But yeah, I, I do have a pretty good memory. Um, but are, are, you, are you a technophobe? Getting back onto this. <laughs> ah, sorry. We yeah, back to the I, questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a mix up this one. <laughs> <laughs> do I need another beer? <laughs> uh, zigzagging all over on this one. Yeah, go on. Go on. This will be the first time ever I've wrote notes for something and never used them, Chris. So, <laughs> well, I like to throw a few curveballs in and try and catch people off guard with and expect it. So, are, are you a technophobe? I, I notice you've got a smartwatch on there. Uh, yeah, no, that I, I'm, I'm a Huawei user and have yeah. been for a little while. And if Going you pre order the, the phone, yeah, you got it. So, if you did it, so I got the new Google Pixel because they gave you a Chromebook, but I'm not brave enough to take the SIM card out of my Huawei yet to go into the Pixel because I'm not happy with it. So, you know, they're supposed to be a brilliant uh, phone, Pixels. Yeah, the battery. Having said uh, that, Huawei, a uh, brilliant phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm an yeah. Apple lover. I'm an Apple fanboy. Yeah, and it, I if, get it. If, if I could get something with Apple software on, like a Huawei or a Samsung, because they are a better phone, hmm. but I just don't like the Android software. Yeah, you know, no, they're, they're a cracking phone. See, I don't like Apple software. See, I've tried it and I didn't get on with it. So uh, this is where it makes yeah. everything different, doesn't it? It makes everything yeah. move around. Um, I, I can do the usual things, Chris. I've got quite a nice laptop I've had for a while for business and it just drives me nuts. So obviously I can do me invoices, type letters, but I'm not really an app guy. Yeah. I can normally box round some things. That's why I don't do YouTube videos and things like that because it's all a bit too angry. Yeah. I'm just too busy. Um, but no, I, I, I used to, I was saying I'm not a tech, I, I used to play a lot of online gaming, you know, first person yeah. shooters. I, I lost most of my life a few years ago involved in that. I used to sort of bunk off work and just play online in the early, just after dial up days. Yeah. Um, you know, and I got pretty good at it actually, and I, I, I made some good friends all around the world. Um, yeah. I was quite a good player. Um, my missus put up with me for years and years, and now I put up with her playing um, some of the games. She, I don't play at all now. Oh, what's, um, what's what's the blooming? There's the Facebook one, isn't it? Oh, with she does. Oh, I'm trying to think. Candy um, Crush. Yeah, she does all of them, and yeah. she used to always moan at me, say, oh, you're always upstairs in the spare room shooting the Germans. And you never yeah. got any time for me. And now the tables are turned. I don't game and she's just doing... See, I've, I've never been a gamer. I, I always seem bother off me and my mum because my mum was a single parent for years. <clears throat> I mean, my stepdad, can't fault him, to be honest. I get on better with my de- stepdad than I do with my mum. And it's to me, to, to be me, my stepdad is my dad. 
you know, Good. he's he's always been there. He's a lot of respect for him, but uh, I always used to get nice. That's nice because yeah. I'm a stepfather, Chris. So that's yeah. really nice to hear that, mate. We're not yeah. all nasty people. Thank you very yeah. much. I mean, I, I wasn't the best, but I was never a twat. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I, 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 I go through skirmishes with stuff, but I was never that bad. You know, yeah. but he's, he's always, you know, he's always been there. If I ever need him, he's always there. He's uh, always good for a tenner, is he, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what what I do without him? I mean, me and my mum, we 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 lock horns, but I think half the trouble is I'm too we're too alike. Uh, I think that's mine and my mum's problem, uh, okay. and it irritates me that I'm like my mum. <laughs> Nothing wrong with uh, that. Nothing wrong uh, with that, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as I I don't get the uh, lack of tack like she's got, but uh, I used to be in bother because I used to. I'd, I'd go to a toy and I'd, I'd always be taking it apart to see how it worked. I knew that, Chris. I knew that the minute yeah. I met you. Our two else yeah. is like you, Tim Belfield. You can't leave it alone. Mm. If, if it works, don't take it apart. Remote, remote control card, <laughs> have it in bits after a week, see how it works. I, 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 I was interested in how stuff works. I love that program, How It's Made. Yes. Many a time yeah. I've sat watching that, but I love to take stuff apart see how it works. Yeah. You know, see, see what, see, well, it's the same as I like to see what makes things tick. <laughs> wow. Maybe you're a frustrated inventor, Chris. Yeah, I've invented a couple of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, not invented, I've modified a few things. I know you take piss out of me a few times. No, no, but you do. Yeah. I always called you, I remember in the early days, Pat I always pending. called you Pat Pending. That's right. And it, you still are Pat Pending to me. And I was just yeah. being polite by not saying it till now. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. You know, it, it's what it is. So, <laughs> back on this again. <laughs> All right, go on. What, what's go on, the best advice you can give for selling yourself, you know, that sets you apart? You know, when you go look at a job? Yeah. How do, how do you sell yourself and set yourself apart from, you know, Joe Bloggs that you're competing against? Right. Oh, definitely the first one is you, you have to be confident, definitely, with customers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my, my main thing is, you know, if, if you're confident going in there and – you're smart, you're not a cork wiper, and you've got a clean pair of whites on. Come on, guys. You know what I'm talking about. Even just keep a pair of that white that have got a bit of paint on in your van to go look Correct. Yeah. Just swap them over and, and just be polite and do the best job you can do. Don't cut no corners. If you're yeah. self-employed, don't cut any corners. Yeah. If, if you you're going to do you know, do it. Yeah, and then go the extra mile if you have to. If it's a new customer and you think, oh, should I really do that? Should I charge them for that? Bugger it. Just do it, mate. It pays off in the end. Yeah. I've, I've just finished one. It has the farm gates on. I don't know technical term. You know that has like a metal arm with a ball on top? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They, had, they had three gates like that and two of them, this thing were loose. So while I was waiting for paint to dry, I nipped around and put new screws in them all. It was just irritating me every time I went through the bloody gate. <laughs> Fantastic. And that's what keeps you in work, Chris. You know, yeah. that's what people realise. You know, if you have an attention to detail, like you do, because I know yeah. you do, there's yeah. a few of us out there. Yeah. Uh, I, I do when I put my mind to it. Um, yeah. Is, you, you know, you guys out there, we're, we're lucky. We've had good staunch training, people that are coming in now. We've got some young guns now that are just sort of picking it up as they go along, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, but always remember, guys, do not cut a corner and read that bloody data sheet. That's yeah. what you've got to do. I, th I think now you're getting a mixed bag, but I think you're getting a divide. I know a lot of my friends, we talk about it, and we said there's a divide between 
ease of conversation, painters and decorators. You're getting the ones that are just happy to plod along being painters, and then you're getting the ones that are self-educating, constantly developing, learning, yep. moving forward, and elevating themselves. I think it's those that are pushing to get to top to get the decorating trade more recognised. Chris, they've got it easy now. Dustless sanding. Yeah. They don't have to lift manholes, grease them, and paint them. The cast iron gutters now you hardly ever see. We used to have to wire brush them out and bitch them in the inside. I lo- do you know, one of my favourite jobs, I still love it to this day, is bitching wooden gutters out. Yeah. Yeah, I love the smell of bitumen. <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, that and it's coal lovely. tar soap, stuff like that, it's, I love the smell. It, it's lovely, mate. Yeah, it? I love bitching lovely. gutters out. I always love doing that. Oh, it's really good. Um, it's, anyway, uh, we'll have to get... I've only got a 20% battery on my phone, Chris, and I charged it up. So what's yeah, going crack, on? Crack on. <laughs> <laughs> Time to put your SIM card in that uh, Google phone. Oh, so, maybe. maybe. So, so where do you see the trade heading then? Uh, I don't know. Um, the products are getting better. We know that. There's. I don't think there's going to be a one-coat magic coat. I don't think that's in the foreseeable. Yeah. Um, you know, we can talk about spraying and doing different things, but everyone's already on to that. Um, I think potentially moving forward, there'll be a different way of pricing jobs. I think you do it virtually. So you'll connect with the customer, she'll walk you around the house and then you'll do yeah. some measurements and then you'll be pricing it that way, I think. It'd have to be uh, a bloody good app for that though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think I've, there, there's a few that are coming. I'm yeah. very lucky. I have been speaking to a few quite high up people and there's quite a few new bits coming. With what's happening at the moment, everything would be on slowdown, but I think um, there might be maybe some franchises coming in. Um, Do you think there's a place for mentorship programmes? Ooh. I'd like to see Probably is. Yeah. I'd like to see them. You know, the the ones, not necessarily me and you, because I'm not saying we're, you know, we're we're good. We're too busy. Uh, Well, (laughs) it's, it's just like, you're climbing a mountain and you're pulling the one up from below you or somebody above us is pulling us up, you know, and help people learn from your mistakes. Like you said, we've had money in blowing it, you know, and trying yeah. to help, help people below you. <laughs> you know, I've got a few friends, you know, and they'll say to me, how do you do this? How do you do that? You know, paperwork wise or organizing systems and, you know, you help them, but you can only help them to help themselves. But I'd like to see some sort of mentorship program uh, where, you can teach them the stuff that's not it's not dissing them, that's not taught at college. I'd like to see more business side taught. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. I, I, I think at school, really, I remember I wasn't really shown how to you know, run a bank account and that sort yeah. of stuff. I, I, I think they need money handling lessons right. at school, but yeah. I, think, I think they need business lessons at college, or it'd be nice to see some sort of mentorship programme. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I couldn't train any more people, Chris. I think I've trained yeah. about 18 people since I've been in business. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I got to Pav, my last one, and I said to him, I said, Pav, anybody that comes in through that door now, I ain't training anybody else because yeah. it's been like, I've been like a driving instructor for all these years. I want out. Yeah. I've trained too I've many. I've given up. To be honest, I've yeah. given up. <laughs> yeah, I have. And, and I'm yeah. passing the baton on, on to him now. I've done my bit. I've trained him and loads of others. Yeah. Uh, you know, the bloke's been with me bloody years. 14 yeah. years, I think, he's been with me. And my other guy, Dave, who still subs for me and does other bits, he's been longer with me as well. Yeah. Uh, and I've trained him, and I just I just can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm worn out, Chris. I'm knackered. 
I've, I've just finished an external. I mean, I'm pushing 50. Uh, I've just finished an external. I'll tell you what, I'm ready for this week off. Right. I'd, I'd, I'd rather be out all day, every day, if weather's nice. I'd, I love yeah. working up a ladder, earphones in, switch off, especially with every old crap that's gone off this last few weeks. Yeah. Just switch off, listen to a podcast or a book or even music. Uh, yeah. But my body's feeling it. You yeah. know, and I think, oh, I'm trolled for this. <laughs> Chris, I'm knackered. I, I thought I had a hernia and I went to the doctor. Uh, anyway, they, they said, no, it's not a hernia. You better go and see someone else. So I waited ages. Anyway, I need two new hips. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, see, my, shoulder, my shoulder's gone. But I was still throwing a crawler about last week. <laughs> so <laughs> not, You don't learn. <laughs> you know, I've got two noisy knees, you know, from carrying ladders, going up ladders. You know, imagine decorating without an easy reach, Chris. Yeah. Should one one of my best bits of advice is I should have took more notes of is wearing my knee pads when I was younger. Yeah, but you think oh, yeah. you're invincible, don't you? You do. So, you do, mate. This might be a bit of a given. We'll move on to this one. Your favourite on. product, brush or paint wise? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> well, it's pretty obvious. There are some other good products out there. You know. Yeah. Like, um, you know. I, I know to, to be fair, when I've been down to your workshop. Uh, a yeah. couple, couple of years it'd be two years it's June yeah. uh, no, it, no it's before then before two years yeah, it is uh, it's three years yeah. ago and you showed me around you said look yeah we sell Caprol but yeah. it's also and I always remember you say it's also for courses yeah you had all different I'll not say what brands you know they're, they're not yeah not like no crap brands I just don't want to you know yeah. after said there's other brands available but you had all the modern brands that we all use it's yeah. just because we sell Capol, it doesn't mean that we always use Capol. It's what's right for the job. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that was one of the reasons with Select. If you were, oh, what was the other bit you paid extra for, Chris, if you were Select? There was, you used to be uh, Select and there was Trustmark when I was in That's it. it. If you were Trustmark, that would mean you could still be a Select decorator, but you you could recommend the product you thought was more suitable for the job, so you didn't have to use Dulap. So that that's- was... That's that's the sticky. I think that's the only sticking point now that had put me off at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I can no. see it getting better. Like I said, yeah. I think the person in charge. I can see him pushing it in the right place. We know who's in charge. Yeah, uh, but I don't want to <laughs> name drop him. But I, th- I think it'll go the right way. But I think that's for me. That's the sticking point. That and still having to pay for the courses. Yeah, that's that's one yeah. of the main bugbears why I left. Because I thought yeah. it was unfair that you had to pay. Yeah, you get a discount, but I still think it was unfair. Mm. But the, the people who were in charge before, when I approached them at a, a Dulux do, they just weren't interested. Yeah. You know, it's, it was yeah. a shame. Oh, uh, no, I'll get it. So, anyway, brushes, right. Yeah. <laughs> brushes. Uh, okay. For, for me, um, Corona brushes for me. Yeah. By oh, country I'm a Corona man. Um, I am a Corona man. I mean, I'm Sprig Elite Purdy's as well before then. Um, the Picassos, yes, as well. I've only used one at my house the other day, actually, Picasso. Yeah. I, I do have, and I, this is not a sales pitch, I do have a brush that I'm trying to bring to market, and I love it. Yeah. And a few decks that I know have been using it, and they love it. So it's a sash brush, that's the only thing. And I was never a big sash brush fan. Some, um, some of them now are cracking. I've got, I think, a, a, a couple of mine are uh, Proforms. Which I've yeah. had the Picasso and the good while they work, but I've had a fair few twists. 
uh, but I've moved on to another brand that make the Picasso. <laughs> there you go. That are a better quality because uh, they made obviously a, a increased price per unit. Uh, but some of the sash, the, I've still got some. I think the Blaze uh, sash brushes, cracking brush. Yeah. Uh, are, are you allowed to name these that you've? Do you know what? I can't. I can't even say the name because I because I've tried to find it. It's it's a continental brush. And I think it translates to, I think, Goldfinch, which doesn't sound fantastic, but uh, the brush man himself, Mr. Neil Parrott, has been trying some. Yeah. Uh, only managed to get a couple of sets, but I mean, I'm just, he got really excited about them, and it takes a lot for Mr. Parrott to get excited about it, yeah. to be true with it. Um, so, you know, I'm not launching or anything. We haven't done the deal yet. You know, someone else might pinch it a bit like the Fussy Blokes thing, but. Um, yeah. I, th- I yeah, think figures. I think a lot of things. There's no loyalty now, is there? Nah. If, if just... somebody thinks they're going to get a better deal somewhere else, they'll drop you like an hot potato and move on. Well, what's wrong with a good old-fashioned handshake? Well, we can't do them anymore now, and I don't think we will be doing them in the future. T- touch elbows apart. Well, two elbow, meters yeah. apart, is it? Uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, it. It's just you know there is a significant change coming, Chris. We know that, yeah. and we will be needed more than ever. Uh, people are saying it's a bit doom gloom. I get that. Yes, we're going to be a bit short of money, but trust me, when things get going, the guys who do their job well will always be I've, needed. I've I've had this discussion with three or four decorators because I spent most of last week on phone while I've been working, and I think a few of us have come to the same conclusion. It depends on your customer base. Yeah, I mean, mo- most of mine. I'm not bragging. Most of mine are customers that are middle class that are sat at home. Either on some of my customers are on full pay, uh, some are on eighty percent, but they've got nowhere to spend that money. So, yeah. and this, I've had still had jobs booking in this week, ready for when it's over. Yeah, you know, but I think it depends on your customer base. I, you know, I think people will still be moving. I don't think they'll be moving as much, but I think they've had time at home, and I, I don't know. I, I'm no. always looking for the silver lining, Chris. I know we're in. You know, I think you've got to. If you get bad down down on it, it gets you down, doesn't it? You you have, and I, you know, we're going back to what I have experienced. You can dwell in it too much. Uh, Listen, there's always a beginning and middle of end with anything. Yeah, Uh, and that is history. That's not just me making it up. Um, So you have to be prepared for the next bit. No point being doom and glooming because you'll be stuck and you'll miss out. So we've got to move on to the next bit. There's one podcast I listen to, uh, Business Brush America one, Nick May on there, and one of his uh, catchphrases, for want of a better term, is ABM, always be marketing. Yeah. Six months ahead. Yeah. Always think six months ahead. That's good advice, Chris. That's really good advice. Do you think Aussies at top of tree whip brushes at the moment? Have you used any Aussie brushes? I have. Yeah. Um, There's another very special Aussie one coming, you know, don't you? No. <laughs> and to, to be honest, I haven't spoke to many people in the business other than decorators because I, I do. I used to be very anti-rep, but obviously since Bruce at Brush, I yeah. think they have got an hard job and I don't want it. Uh, and I've got a lot of them that are good friends, are class as good friends now. But to be honest, since all this has gone down, there's only a couple I've been speaking to because everything else has been bloody hectic. Yeah. You know, with, yeah. with do you work, don't you work? I'm making most of it, like you say, silver lining. People are sat at home. I'm getting the podcast recorded. You know, people have got a bit of time. Uh, but I haven't spoke to many. But the only ones I know of are Oldfields, Monarch, 
obviously pro form there Aussies to yeah. a degree. Uh, and then are they Zachary's? Are they Canadian? There's, there's so many. I mean, years ago, you remember Chris? It was a Harris Hamilton and one other, and that was it. That's I, I remember. I remember Purdy's being new and they were fantastic. Uh, That's right. They were great until they started outsourcing them to be manufactured elsewhere. This is what happens, you know, yeah. with anything, you know, and, and saying that as paint shack grows, you know, we, we're always worried about that, that we lose what was the ethos of why we started. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the worrying thing. It's it's, uh, it's, it's not a job, to, without being awful, it's not a job I'd fancy having a paint supplies because the, the paint brands come and go as in, there's always a new kid on block. Yeah. It's, 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 it's con- constant competition, whether it's brushes, masking tape, paint, sprayers, you know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's about clever marketing, new kid yeah. on block, value for money. It's, and decorators are such a picky lot to please. Yeah. You know, they, they can be such a picky lot, can't they? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. But that, that, that's what, you know, the good ones know if they've got something that they're happy with, yeah. And it's at their price point, they will stick with it. There'd be no point in them changing their price point. Yeah. To try something else. If you're getting good results with what you've got, find the system and stick to it. You have to, Chris. You until, know, because until they've altered it. <laughs> well, because you know, as soon as we've always been worried about moving from one to the other, because you know, if it's going to, the job's going to take longer or it's going to fail on you, it's going to cost yeah. you money. So you've got two parameters either yeah. way. Residents, so you, as hesitants change when you've got a good system, aren't you? You know, there's no point in changing. I, I, I've just been lucky that I've been able to use what I've been using for such a long time. Yeah. You know, if, if I hadn't found it, you know, I was a Dulux man through and through. You know, you could cut my arm off and I'd be like a stick of rock. You could see yeah. ICI in there. You know, I was that much of a fanatic. And I still, I still the ethos of the company. Yeah. It, you know, I've met some great guys, you know, over the years. If it wasn't for those, you know, Kenny in the early days, I know Steve Dove, you know, all, all the yeah. people that have been at it, Yonkies and Yonkies, I, you know, I've, I've, I've known them for years and it's, I don't know, everyone has their own thing, Chris. I'm not trying to force yeah. paint down people's throats. I can honestly say you've never rammed Capol down my throat. It's like, here's this paint, take it or leave it. No, that, that's in, the only in, way. In the bluntest way, you know, in yeah. nicest, bluntest way, you know, you either like it or you don't. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to convince come, you. Even when I come down here, there were no big hard sell on it. All the spray machines you supplied. No. So what's no. Uh, what's been your best investment work wise, excluding Steve and Pav? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I, you pre warned me about this. There was a couple of things I was thinking about. Um, I was going to say cool gun because that changed my life in the early days because I was mixing it up and pushing fuller in with a finger. Yeah, um, but what's really, yeah, you know, if the guys can remember that, uh, it has to be the Nespri, and that's not because I want you to mention it. It's just that it's been a revelation to me in my business and how I yeah. do stuff. Brought me to where I am now. Um, you know, the experience of using that and the XVLP for me. Um, you know, the best learning tool for me was the first XVLP I ever owned a long time ago. Um, for me. It has yeah. to be those. It has to be yeah. those. Brilliant. So, is there any takeaways you can give a listener? Any advice? Takeaways? Well, just I think I'll go back to what I said before, Chris. Be honest. Have good communication with your customer, and do the best job 
you're capable of doing. Yeah. That That is my advice. If you want to stay in this trade uh, and make a reasonable income and come and go when you please with your hours, go to the doctors, the dentist or whatever, because our job allows us to do that. Uh, or the wife says, get me some shopping, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Self-employed, a good life, but you have to be disciplined. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. So I know you'll remember this because I know you're probably around my age. <laughs> <laughs> Room 101. All right. Yeah, three things you'd, that you'd been. Everybody struggles on a third one. Okay. What I would been is customers who say, if you did this for me at a discount, I recommend you to your friends. So the customer that's asking for discount for me that would be one of them if you don't ask you don't get there well there you go it's, it's, it's that one i, I mean it's, it's similar we get uh if, if if price is right there's a lot more work yeah if uh, i had a penny so, for every one of them i won't be working <laughs> how many have i have i got to do three things chris yeah so, come on. right okay uh cork wipers <laughs> Do you not fancy People one of them? White cork on their trousers. Do you not fancy oh, one? Why them do pads? they do that? Do you not fancy one of them pads that stick to your leg? No, no. I was always taught to have a damp rag. <laughs> you know, and you always had a damp rag. So they've, that's it's, my it's room just one of laziness, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, stop putting pounds in for trolleys. The trolleys should be free. You shouldn't have to put a pound in to use a, a trolley at a supermarket. <laughs> why is that? It's a rip off. <laughs> It's a rip-off. Yeah, you get it back. If you're not twigged, you get it back. Uh, oh, <laughs> damn, really? How'd you get it back, Chris? Put chain off. I thought that was the, the tip for the boy that took him back. <laughs> All these years. All these years. It's when you've got one of them key rings and you leave it in that pisses you off. Oh, you <laughs> one that's still got your car keys on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so where can we find you online? We might as well mention Paint Shack as well. Where can we find yourself and Paint Shack online? Well, we're just, you know, info at Paint Shack for the email. It, you type in anything Paint Shack, Caparole, uh, Nespri, you can find us on the net. I, I'm not really an Instagram guy. I've I know that. <laughs> I, I've, I've tried playing with it. I just... <laughs> really got me head around it yet um i'm too busy answering phones actually helping people fix their machines yeah. um so it takes a lot of my time away um yeah next um hobbies hobbies if you right. have time apart from fixing spray machines i'll tell you what i used to do i used to play a hell of a lot of paintball a lot of five-a-side football golf fishing and i love my motorcycles but scrub all of that i've done none of that for six years Oh, bloody hell. Because I've thrown myself into my business. Yeah, my hobbies work, as sad as it is, working at the moment. It's these. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. It, so, you know, it's a good thing, Chris. You're doing yeah. a really good job, mate. Yeah. And, you know, stick with it. I, yeah. I think they're really good. So I know, I, good. I know you're going back and you're saying you're not big on Insta, but who are you, who are you following on social media at the moment that's really, oh. it's, it's the spot for you? Uh, this is where you upset people because you don't give them a shout out. Um, who does I really don't like who I look at? Do you know, I, I'm just skimming on Facebook, really. I'm just, you know, pick up what is done everywhere. I'm not looking for an opportunity to, you know, flog Caparole or do anything yeah. like that. You know, I'm just trying to help if someone's machine's yeah. not working, you know, if I can get is, them back working. Is there, anyone, is there anyone on Insta if I think, bloody hell, they do some cracking work? 
Do you know what? I don't. I, well, I have to say you, Chris. Really, when I... <laughs> no, you don't. Cause... You don't have to be obliged. There's, there's no clause. You don't. You don't obliged to say me. Uh, I'll tell you what I do. Actually, I think does some really nice stuff, and he and he's very popular. Is Craig Ross? I've been watching him. He's he's done a bit of AA work. He's I've helped him at the yard, but he he does some really nice Instagram. He's really into it. Uh, I'm trying to think of his tag actually. I'll I'll, I'll have to mention it, Chris. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe it's CR decorating. I don't know. Is, is yeah. he is he the one that's bought the new little air coat thing? Yeah. CM, yeah. is it CMR? Yes, that's him. Yeah, that's see, him. I told you I'm good with names. Look. Yeah, you're good. You're good. He uh, he bought that second hand. I think he drove all the way to Nottingham. I think to how he got oh. that echo at that price. Did get off the Joe at Nottingham Decorator. Was it his? Oh, I don't know. He, he he bought it off him, and then he sold it again to somebody else, and then he bought a brand new one because he loved it so much. Yeah, he treated himself to a brand new one. Um, He's an incredible day. He's an ex-chef, I think. Yeah. But for some reason, he's really taken to it, and he his work is. I, I was out. listening to a podcast the other day, um, and it was the famous Nick Slavic, the American bloke, and he says the best people, some of the best people to take on and train are chefs because they're used to working under pressure, and they're used to systems. You could be right. Yeah. And he's a really nice guy with it, actually, as well. Yeah. Um, um, I know he's been, I think he's doing a bit with Ted at the moment, Ted Teddy and Coach and the others. He's quite a local guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've got a lot of time for, for him. Yeah. Um, who else do I watch as well? Oh, skip the Instagrams. I'm not very good on it, Chris, but I, I certainly watch his and yours. Yeah. <laughs> for me. Brilliant. Yeah, well, I, would, I, I know you're not big on social media. Like you say, you're too, you're too busy with everything else. Cause you seem I too- know. In the nicest way possible, he seemed to have you and in many pies. Well, I, I just, that's the trouble with me, mate. Gemini, my star Don't sign. Lance, I know. Not very good at anything, but good at little things, you know. Um, it's a good old saying, isn't there? If you want anything done, ask a busy man. Yeah. And that's a true saying, is. Oh, I've heard you're good at flipping burgers when you have your open days down there. I, I do like my <laughs> food, though, Chris. I do. Uh, I've had the pleasure of your burgers down there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like my food. I, that's another story. I, I I did have a cafe for a while. Not that I was the chef, but yeah. a bricklayer friend of mine, we opened a, uh, a technically a greasy spoon. It was a good one. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I've got 8% on my battery, Chris. So quickly Brilliant. bang out them questions. That's it. We're done. I done. thought you wanted a book. Didn't you want my book? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If there's anything missed out, book. Are you a book reader? Uh, I used to be. Yeah. Um, so you wanted a couple of books. Hang on a minute. Not necessarily, just any you'd read that you, you thought it'd be. Well, I think uh, both of these actually, I wouldn't say changed my life, but uh, certainly made me think a different way. And one of them is called the Deptford Trilogy, which is a, uh, a fiction book. And the only other book that I'd recommend, because I, I only read... Um, I can't read fiction. I have to read non-fiction. It has to be real for me. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is a book called The Forgotten Soldier. And if you get a chance to see any of those, we're, luckily if we all go on our holidays, The Forgotten Soldier and The Deptford Trilogy, um, they certainly made me think after reading both of those. Are, are you a paper or Kindle man? Uh, I did have both. Uh, unfortunately, after my thing... 
yeah. Tunisia. Mine got left on the beach <laughs> and, and it never got returned. Le- um, least your worries. So now I do the talking books, uh, the one Audible. that comes with Amazon. Yeah, Audible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I subscribe to that. I've, I've got three credits on mine. I'm struggling what to listen to next. I keep paying. I, I get six, seven credits a month, Chris, because I'm not using them. I just can't yeah. go through them quick enough. I've just gone for, I've just finished crushing it again. Uh, Gary right. Gaynor Chuck, that's where for good read. Pumpkin yeah. Plan, that's another good one. Oh, uh, The Myth for Contractors, another good oh, one. Chris, Van Dyke. I'd, I'd love to work for myself again, Chris, to get all this free time and listen to all these things, mate. Yeah, I, I do. Well, now I work on my own. I just took earphones in. I think I did Gary V book eight and a bit hours. I think I did it in three days. Wow. That that wow. and a bit of, well, it last week, that and a bit of music in between. You know, on Spotify is one of my main things. Yeah. Uh, right. what's, what's one? Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I think one I downloaded yesterday. So I've got two credits left. Oh, uh, my, that's one thing I, I wish I did more, actually, is is read more. Yeah. But you've got no excuses with Audible, have you? You can nah, just well, switch it on and off with, you go. What, one of my things with, uh, while I'm on a couple of week off sort of lockdown, uh, is to try and spend an hour a day reading a book. So there's one I've got on Audible, and you have to do a bit of planning, uh, money-wise, money with your business. Uh, and I thought, it's too hard on Audible when you're a ladder at work. So I actually bought it. <laughs> I'm going to try read Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> we got there. The daily, the daily... stowing. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, one page a day. And it's readings from like Marcus Aurelius, uh, Epictus, stuff like well. that. Uh, and it's how it relates to modern day. But it's, I saw somebody else on Instagram, uh, nothing to do with decorating, somebody I follow. They had it and they kept putting it on the stories. I thought, oh, that's good. So I asked them about it and I got it. I think last July, and I started it beginning at the end as a page for every day. Good for you, Chris. It's, it's just like wisdom. I actually sent it to, uh, got a copy for Mike at Me Deco. Uh, ah, he's a nice guy as well, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, one of the nicest blokes in business. Yeah. Uh, like, Chris, like yourself. Oh, that's very kind. Of, we're down to 5%, Chris. Yeah, I'll let you go off then. Yeah. You sure there's nothing else? No, that's it. We're done. We've done a whole lot. Yeah, been brilliant to finally get you on. See, once you get your rabbit, we done one hundred and one. Yeah, now I've had a couple of beers, and it's always yeah. a pleasure to talk to you, Chris. And yeah, you're nearly, always welcome. Ne- nearly two hours of it. <laughs> well, listen, you're always welcome down my neck of the woods. So, like I say, we, we yeah, did what, say what, it would be all, Yeah, once all this shite's over, we'll uh, we'll arra- I'll arrange a trip now. Yeah, it'll be nice, Chris. Be nice yeah. to see you again in person, yeah. mate. But uh, okay, thanks, no. thanks for your time, mate. And Look carry on with yourself. good work, mate. Very good podcast, Excellent. Chris. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks, Colin. Stay me. safe. All right, mate. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you're enjoying these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories, whether it be the ups, downs, wins and losers. We've all been there in some shape or form, and we aren't alone. I'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these, if you could show your support by subscribing, sharing, and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on iTunes. But most of all, I'd like you, the listeners, to remember this takeaway. Know your worth. Know the difference between what you're getting and what you're actually worth. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.